now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. When I tell you uh, getting out of bed and not going back to bed is hard, y'all. It is so hard. I got up just uh, for a few minutes, just a second, and I went to get back in the bed, and, and everything within me said, nope. Nope, can't do it, can't do it. Because go back to bed for what? You're up, you're wide awake. You saw that sun, the sun is coming straight up over here in the east and it's right at a point of coming to the window. It's like, nope, can't get back in that bed. Make it up, head down the hall, um, go ahead and start in the day. Because I'd already, you know, once you, once you realize that you are experiencing awakened thoughts, it's not a dream, you're in control, complete control, uh, get up out the bed. Right, that's the routine. Those are the behaviors that I want, and those are the behaviors I want to portray or, or talk about on these things. You know, this is unscripted. You know, it's my first thoughts of the morning. You know, I've got this frog in my throat, and I look around. I would say I have a glass of lemonade, but I left that down the hall. And then, what do you hear next? The dog shaking it off because he got to be where I am, so he's uh, he's on down here. He's gonna try to creep on in here without making any noise. But uh, just one minute into this, I did have, uh, I listened, I med- meditated just for a minute just to grab something out of out of the, not air, but whispers of the morning, I like to call them. And I heard, I started having this thing um, said not guilty. And I want to talk about that. And because when I, when I go to sleep on some things and, you know, who doesn't, um, I, I'm in that point now, I'm like, let me sleep on it, let me sleep on it. There are times, I want to talk about listening when I say not guilty. I want you to be able to say not guilty in this scenario, okay, as far as listening. I don't know if I just, because one of the things I do before I do come on here, you know, like everybody else, I grab my phone and I start scrolling. But instead of scrolling to see what people are talking about, I like to go through the Facebook memories. You know, Facebook has this thing where it told you tells you what you did a year ago, two years ago. Mine goes back now to about 10, 11 years. And I'm like, ooh, let's see. So most of the content uh, that sparked something in me today was the stuff that was like seven years ago. Apparently, my youngest uh, graduated seven years ago, and then, and he and I, he being the youngest, and and, I, and it was supposed to be in the empty nest. There were some things I started that I didn't necessarily get to finish that I had to put on hold that I'm doing now uh, because five of those seven years was going through the caregiving stage, and we all know that story. So. Here I am, and uh, and then I started looking at a couple of other things. Look like I've had you know a bunch of events and workshops, things I can't figure out, things I really cannot figure out how to do right now. It's like I've done them, but I'm like, how did I do them? And how that sits well with me, as opposed to disturb me, is I look at it, I had a different motivation then, I had a different goal then, I had different responsibilities then. I don't need to be pounding the pavement. As much as hard as I did then, that I I don't need to do that right now. You know, I still need to, and I still can. Uh, there's a little something in me trying to figure out, like how did I do that? And it's amazing because when you do have that different drive and that different motivation, it's like you know you put up with people <laughs> a little bit more than you do. Like I don't have to put up with people today, right? I don't have to ask twice. I don't have to convince. Like is hey, this train's rolling? Want to ride? Want to ride? Let's ride. You know. Um, at, at the same time, I like a good challenge. Still, I love, I love discovering things. Still, and, and and I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about life now. I'm not talking about 
blogging and in the industry and, and putting you know a price and a cost on everything, which I, what I had to deal with a lot lately uh, in doing this soap business. It's all cost, right? It's all re- it's reimbursing every cost. In fact, I went to bed yesterday trying to work out a number because I was absolutely disturbed because they, I have this container. Y'all, let me tell y'all this story time. I have a container that I want to use. And while they have a measurement on the bottle says it's 16.9 ounces. Well, every time I pour the container, it doesn't ever, it never adds up to 16.9 ounces. I mean, it just doesn't. And, and of course that's, uh, I'm, I'm switching it over to grams. Right. And so, you know, and then they try to tell you what well, some settlement is going to happen and some evaporation and all that kind of stuff, which means I want to use just one container. So in order to get the full, and, and my formula, my, my recipe says, hey, just use one. So in order to get, so I, I did the formula. I said, okay, I'm going to use one container, a container 16.9 ounces. That's, that's how much I'm going to use. That's how much I'm going to factor into my cost. But every time I pour it, I'm like, oh, I got to go and get uh, 29 more ounces because it's coming up to, uh, I want to use 479 grams and it keeps coming up to like barely giving me 450 grams, which means I have to open another container and top it off. Now, anybody... Anybody that does anything and they, they really truly manage their business, they, they know my pain. Like, say, for instance, when you go to the bar and that and the bartender is like, you come up, you order five drinks, and he knows, well, hell, if I open a bottle of wine, I'm going to be able to get X amount of drinks out of that. And he knows, I got to go, I got to open up another bottle, top that's off. That, in the cost factor, that's, that's his food cost. That's his alcohol cost on his shift. And so when they go do an inventory, they want to know, well, why are you using so much on the shift? You only, because... It's a pain point for people that are in business and you got to watch your costs, right? And so if you go in and you order, like say you order X amount of shots, you know, you want the bottle and you say, well, just give me the bottle. Then you get to the bottle and you like, you ain't getting all your shots. You know, you order a bottle for the table and you ain't got enough shots to go around. Then they talking about some settlement and some, you know, like, wait a minute, y'all charge because, you know, by the time you buy it, it's a whole other cost, right, on the consumer side compared to what the uh, restaurant or bar paid for it, right? And not only that, think about the fact that they're making commission off that, you know? So it's like, hey, you got to, you, hey, this stuff got to deliver. So I am disturbed. <laughs> I am disturbed when I have to go and open another bottle because then now I have this one bottle that now I, I have to use that bottle. That becomes my top-off bottle. And I'm like, I don't want a top-off bottle. Because every time I start one of these projects, I'm going to open a new container and then I'm going to sit there and watch this container cheat me every time because it's not going to give me, you know, and I'm that person. Y'all know I don't like disclaimers, apologies, and side effects. And this is giving me a bad side effect when I walk away from this project having to go and redo this formula. So what I decided yesterday, I'm like, I want to feel good. I want to open that one container, pour that one container, be done with it. And some said, okay, well, rework the formula, rework the recipe to that. You know, each and every time it's going to give you 450, 447, you know, a range of 447 to 450, even though it says, you know, it's 16.9 ounces, you know what you're going to get. Rework the recipe. 
can the recipe sustain a 7%? And, and this is how hard I worked on it. I know it's 7%, right? Y'all know me. I'm numbers at eight minutes, right at eight minutes into this. I'm all numbers. I got the numbers have got to make sense on this. So all yesterday I was disturbed. I'm like, man, because I made up, I did a project and then made a new soap yesterday. And again, I opened the container and I poured it, poured it. It hit right at 450. Barely. I'm like shaking to get every drop to get that 450. Got the 450. Got to reach for the one to top of my top off bottle. Top it off at 479. I'm like, oh, now. Because then what happens when the top-off bottle gets empty? I got to have a bottle just for that. So now I got to factor in the cost of the top-off bottle. And I'm like, and that's, you know, it's like, that's, that's like, now I got, it's, it's, whoever feels me on that, feel me on that. I can't, I know everybody not going to feel me on that. So I'm like, I want to, I don't want to have to worry about top-off bottles. Let me, let me go check the recipe at the 450. What kind of what kind of variance is in there? You know, how much is that gonna change? You know, and I'm like, well, it's it's you know, twenty nine grams. It's like, how much is twenty nine grams gonna throw off a thing? Cause you know, and, I, and I'm thinking when I'm pouring, I'm like, you know, it's like a shot. It's like it's like a shot. If I like, do I need that shot? You know, I can make that shot up. Well, actually, you know what? I'm I'm adding in this other stuff anyway. And I don't, and it's in a different size container. I got a container that I have some left over. So why don't I put that 30 grams elsewhere or just shit, pull it out? What happens? I did, so that's a, you hear what I said? If, that's the if and, if and or scenario, right? What happens if I just pull it out? What happens if I um, take it out of, take it out of the other ingredient, which, you know, I have leftover. I have I have two containers. When I go to make this project, I pull out three things, three three things, right? One of them, I can't increase that one. The other one, I can increase that. In fact, I can equalize it if I wanted to, right? Um, I could go I could go that route because I'm using a lot, you know. But that's gonna change. That's gonna change it up too much. You don't want you don't want you really don't want more of that. So what what happens if I just change the recipe up less than 30, less than 29 grams, right? And I would go, and they, there's all these ways to calculate it. And I went and I calculated. It's like, really, you asking about 29? Like, how anal are you? This is how I felt like the calculator was looking at me like, it's 29 grams, it's 7%. I'm like, I'm like if it's 10%, then we'll, then we'll readjust it and, and, and find it elsewhere. But it's not even 10%. It's 7%. Are you really, you really over here obsessing your whole day over 7 When I found that it was 7% and this was like right before bed because I couldn't go to bed, I didn't want to sleep on this. And I certainly didn't want to sleep with it. And I didn't want to wake up to it, which I still woke up to it, right? But remember, it's like you want to change a thing and you, you're feeling these side effects, you know? And I know I started out talking about not guilty, but we're going to talk about this. But um, I don't want the... I don't want what it is I'm doing to have that kind of afterthought after I've done it because there's so much joy in doing it. I don't want to have to process it after. I don't want to get that, uh, those effects, negative effects when I look at it and every time I see it. And I certainly don't want to be worrying about it 
when I'm making transactions and sales and so forth, because we know that comes through. The one thing you don't want to have to worry about doing is you don't want to worry about expenses. You don't want to do this thing. And I don't want to obsess. You don't want to obsess over that because it comes through in everything that you do when you, because we're talking about things that are obvious guilt going back to that. It's obvious. And I want to talk about that because, uh, I need to, but here's another thing I want to really understand the impact of, of the effects on things. When we're thinking about things, we're processing things, we're trying to get stuff done. And I, um, I want to understand, you, you got to want to have, you got to want an understanding and I want an understanding. But then on top of that, I really wanted a solution. What's the solution for this? The solution for this is to see if the recipe can sustain the loss of the 30 grams. Because that way I can have, I can forecast it. And this requires a lot of forecasting. Like right now I'm having to forecast and plan, uh, for Christmas, for black Friday, um, and all, all businesses are, and we are going through this pandemic. We're going, getting ready to, you know, businesses are looking at, I know, I know you're thinking everybody's getting up starting the day, but people are trying to figure out where they're going to be during this holiday, during the holiday season, uh, participating in the holiday season. You know, we got, I'm getting ready for my Labor Day sale. Um, we're getting ready in Labor Day sale. It's in this pandemic. And then, cause immediately after Labor Day, and even honey, at the same time as Labor Day, uh, you got Halloween, uh, and these are. This is a a business to consumer conversation. You got hot, you got Labor Day, you got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, and then you've got Christmas, New Year's, um, MLK Day, Super Bowl, and then going back right on back into the spring thing. So, all of that comes right together with literally thirty days. We got September, October, November, uh, December hits hard. And then you've got January, so much stuff now in January, uh, let alone rolling right on into February with Valentine's Day, right? And then uh, I think we get a little bit of a break in March, and then it's right back. In, it depends on where Easter falls. So then you're back in March. And then, of course, that for, for this thing is the one-year anniversary. April will be one year. And for those who like to plan or who want to plan, that's why I'm like, I can't, I can't ignore this because it means being able to, because when you're in business, you have to know your numbers when you're doing anything, even, even if you're not running a household, you have to know your numbers, you know? Um, because especially now, especially now there's a lot of conversation uh, about uh, assistance that's going out to communities and individuals, um, you know, the president, and this time, for those of y'all listening to the future, uh, just did a, a very dramatic uh, executive order at 15 minutes into this, we're, we're talking about this, and uh, the president just did an executive order while everybody else is waiting on their representatives in Congress to speak up for them and what's going on, because nobody's supposed to know, nobody in Washington supposed to know more about what's going on in your district than the person that represents your district. And yet you have people, you know, they may be from other areas that serve on a committee that's, that's of a concern in your district, even though you don't get to vote for that person, you know? So the people that vote for that person that's over a committee that's dealing with something in your district, they may be 
All right. They don't want their representative to do a doggone thing. And certainly not anything that benefits you. That's why that person is over something, is over a committee that that's representing the issue in your community. Because they people out there don't want, like, they're guilty. They can't say not guilty. Guilty or not guilty. Right? And so um, I had was asked one of the first questions I was asked today. And usually I try not to respond. Oh, I try to give it some thought. And... Um, so the question was, how is it that when you hear, like, there was the reaction to something. We, there was a discussion. There was a um, probably something I posted, I don't know, or tagged in. And people were asking, like, how did, how did we get to this point? How did the conversation get to this point? And one of the things, that, and I sat back. And I walked away for a second and came back. And I said, how did the conversation get to that point? Because I woke up and there were all these, like, notifications, you know. And everybody was going in different directions. And I'm like, but that's not even how the conversation started. And I put it out to the universe. And the universe whispered back and said, people listen to find, no matter, no matter what's been said, people listen for the points in which they themselves may be guilty. And where, how it hits them and how they find themselves guilty, that's the part that they will immediately address and try to explain away. And so a little after 17 incidents, that's what's going on. Um, that's probably one of the reasons why people end up where they can't get out of bed. It's probably one of the reasons why you can't get out of bed. That's probably some of the discussions that's going on. And you're probably thinking, man, I said this. How did it end up to that? Because that's where they're guilty. At. That's that's the part that they're guilty at. So either people oftentimes trying to deflect to something else because you're getting too close to what's really going on and how they are guilty in it. Because remember, guilt is obvious. It's an obvious reaction. Because because your body, when you're guilty of something, that's why they that's why they always bring in somebody with a body language. Because when you're guilty of something, how you physically react to it and process the processing of, of guilt causes physical things to happen. The eye contact, the looking here, looking there, where you look, the body shiver, quivers, all those different things, reactions. How you turn, how you lean, lean in, lean out, you know, turn away, you know, put up a wall. All of those things is uncontrollable. Now, there are those people say have the poker face and they've mastered the control because because they they have they live. They live in error. They lie. Life. Their life is lies. You know, a poker player got a lie all through the game, <laughs> whether they got a good hand or a bad hand or they're cheating, you know, I mean. And we, we have to navigate these people that do this. And so many of us take that on, internalize. I think the one thing that I had to learn about getting out of bed is I got to stop internalizing a lot of this stuff. Because a lot of the stuff that was going on in the world, and because I was such a part of the world of writing about things that went on in the world, I'm like, oh, my God, that could happen here. I, 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 dealt, with not, I dealt with a lot of anxiety. And because I was not, I was always preoccupied, therefore never really truly present in some of the things that were happening. And and then to worrying about it, it's like, even like yesterday, I spent a day of anxiety for something that had not happened. It's like, that hasn't happened yet. 
and there one or one or there's if things one or, or no there's or there's one or two things you can do um to make it go smooth if you choose what you have chosen before you know where that's gonna go you know where that's gonna go so lean into it go ahead, give into it do it go you know and just be mindful because there's some side effects to it there's some triggering things to it but that's because you've always tried not to do it and that is an obvious thing. People can see when you're trying not to do something, people can get a sense of that days away because you're, you're, it's obvious, you know, your body language has changed because your mind is preoccupied with trying to figure this thing out. You're trying to navigate through it, right? You know, how you can just sit around, you can look like you can look and want, you wonder what a person's thinking because you can see them think. People can see his thinking. You can see a person thinking. You see that. The, your eyes, they gloss over when, you, when you're thinking. When you're in deep thought, people, when it's a penny for your thought, how does the person know to say a penny for your thought? Because you are having a full-on inner body, out of body, I don't know, an inner body experience. It's obvious. It's obvious you're thinking. And especially if somebody is saying something to you and you go inner body, and they know, and they know when you left, when you left the conversation, like, wait, where, and they say what? They, they do what? They say, where'd you go? You're like, I'm right here. No, where'd you go? I was talking to you and you went inner body. I would say outer body, but it's inner body. You, you know, and uh, you just go inner body. One of the reasons that I started how to get out of bed, because I, I'm like, I'm not going inner body with this. I'm going outer body with this one. I'm going, I'm going out with this one. We're going to out all of these thoughts and we're going to say them out loud. We're going to process them through this podcast called how to get out of bed because, uh, because I always felt like, man, if, if I could have listened to some stuff like this, you know, a person processing and I, and, and I just started a, a couple of books. I just started one, what well, started one. I've got the other one on hold. I uh, re up to my uh, audible because we brought uh, brought in the book club to leading women, which is how we started, and uh, and I and, and I don't have time to sit and read. In fact, I, I actually um, got my other device updated so I can follow along in the books. Because if I see the words as opposed to listen to it, I'm going to retain it a little bit better, you know. And so I'm going to also get the ebook, and uh, and and also to keep up with Angela, who who has everything in every form. Um, so I'm listening to, to the, to the book and I'm like, man, and I, and as in listening to the book, I just remember how much I feel like all this language, you know, to be able to, to be able to identify things is pouring in. And I'm like, I've got to make sure I stay on top of this. I'm going to go one book after the other. I'm getting ready to speed it up. Um, and so, cause it was literally about 14 hours of a book. And then the next one I'm going to do is about five hours. So that shouldn't take long. Cause what do I do each day? I sit for five hours. And then yesterday, uh, there's this TikTok challenge of the squat that we as humans used to do in our younger days. And uh, to the point is that we can't do it anymore because we sit so much that we have that our muscle. Now, I want I don't I never say it right. So I won't try to say it. But it's one of those that the athletes rupture all the time. Um, We can't do the squat. And I went to sit down and do the squat. Man, it was painful. 
and I couldn't put my heels, I could do it on my toes, but I couldn't put my heels down, which is what they say, that you, if you can't put, you can't do it with your feet flat on the ground, that you've literally shortened your Achilles, I think it was, uh, a tendon or something, and, and that's why so many people are, are rupturing this, because we just don't have the physicality that we used to. But I also noticed the more I tried it yesterday, the more I could do. And I said, well, there are certain times while I'm watching TV that I'm going to start doing things like if I'm and I'm, I'm watching because I'm binging right now on this on this episode as an advertising show. And I'm binging on it, trying to get some marketing ideas as well as enjoying the drama of it. And, and it's Mad Men, old episodes of Mad Men, uh, which I love because it's an advertising movie. But I hated like the last season because then they tried to incorporate the whole civil rights movement. And I'm like, really, y'all, come on. It was so forced. It was such a forced uh, season. And it actually killed the show because it was so forced. Um, so I'm watching it because it had it had a lot of old school brands and, and, and that old school marketing mentality. But so while watching it, I was also, um, when I took a little break, TikTok break, I saw that video. And I was like, man, these people are killing me and trying to do this squat. And I'm like, let me see if I can do this squat. Now, mind you, we're talking about squatting all 200 and plus of these pounds, right? I'm like, because I remember doing that, just out playing, and you just squat down, and it's like, man, I couldn't squat. The first time, I couldn't even get down. The second time, I was like, and I kept trying it all, all throughout the day, and I noticed the more I did it, the more I could do it. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna do that. And I noticed how much of that stretch went up the body. Ooh, Jack. And I mean, you can't even, like, hold on. That's even more painful, right? You, but you gotta you gotta squat down and 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 uh and it's the lowest squat you can do instead of the just child let me tell you okay we're 25 25 into this uh so i have a goal and that's the goal i'll be working on also while i'm watching tv instead of laying here on the couch i decided i'm gonna stand i'm gonna stand a little bit more uh and i'm also gonna try to do some things you know um, cause most of my TV viewing, some of it is, a lot of it is relaxation. Cause again, like I said at the beginning of this, I don't have, I don't have some of the sense of urgencies that I, that I used to have, but also my mind is so filled with, with things because I am producing uh, a couple of podcasts and a broadcast and, and, and I'm, I'm running right here saying, I don't have nothing to do. Uh, I have a lot to do cause I'm getting ready to amp up the production of this broadcast. Um, because we're getting ready to bring some other people on we've added a third uh we added a third primetime show which is another hour where we thought it was going to be 30 minutes it ended up being another hour but that's only the primetime part is only once a month um and then to you know what is also cyclical is the platforms and how they treat content so right now you know there's a little bit of a, 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 a platform war going on with um uh, Instagram trying to mimic TikTok in case TikTok gets banned. Um, the failure of Facebook in the pandemic, failing to connect uh, families. You know, as much as as much as Facebook trace and tracks us, it is not was not chosen as the number one tracking device uh, to track our locations. So, and it failed small business and it failed families in these senses of urgencies and things we had to deal with. You couldn't turn to or trust Facebook. Um, and so, but yet they want to rush everybody in now over to Instagram. They finally, you know, they, they failed with IGTV and they finally figured out where it's going to go. But with all that failure, um, 
those who use social media for business are having to restructure um, content development and where what's going to live. One of the things that's going on now is if you have, and, and these are talks, you go to 27 Answers uh, on podcasting and on platforms. I have some things out there that are uh, cycling back through is that you have to have one thing on a platform. And that's real hard for content creators people who are multi who are doing a multifaceted thing multi, people who are multifaceted and are doing a variety of things but now you're realizing that you've got to have then you've got to have separate channels for all of that uh you can you know be on a platform and, and nobody wants to have umpteen profiles and this that and the other but when the behavior now when people follow or people subscribe or people like something they just want that one thing and so now you have to figure out where all these things. So people are going back now and dusting off old accounts that they have here and there and everywhere. And if on new platforms, they're going and, and creating new channels. Like I know, for instance, you know, I've got a YouTube channel that's been out there for a decade. And I'm realizing that, um, you know, I need to use that while I have the different playlists. It's not something that I can get. I can't tell the average person, you know, subscribe to the YouTube because it's, it's literally, I don't want to have to break that channel up. And I just really don't. But then, cause what happens is, like I said, this thing cycles through what's going to happen when everything, when you got to bring it all back together, then you got people over here and you got to merge all this stuff and see, and it keeps happening. I've been there. Keep in mind, I've been at this, you know, for three decades and that's where every decade, if not more, uh, it changes, you know? And so you don't want people, I can't say to you, Oh, subscribe to the YouTube and you only want the leading women or you only want the food because as a subscriber, you're going to get it all. Um, but what I can tell you is to quite frequently visit the playlist. So, and then I have, so I have to share that, but then while views are views are where the, what counts, um, people want to know what the subscribership is. And we're at a point now where you can't tell people to follow. Because again, you know, imagine all those people that have grown these enormous followings on, on TikTok. And they have, you know, for the past, since the president been making his threats, everybody's been saying, hey, listen, go follow on Instagram, go follow on Instagram. And that ain't something that people, people do anymore, you know? And so now people are having to go back and follow on Instagram and you'll notice most of them said, you know, they didn't do what they were doing on TikTok. They didn't do that on Instagram and they're having to give a disclaimer. Okay. Go follow me on Instagram, but your but, 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 but right. And we're actually over. So I'm going to get ready to get out of here. So again, and people don't like disclaimers. People don't like disclaimers. They don't like negative side effects. They don't like apologies. And the first thing you've got to say, I apologize. You know, TikTok might get banned, so go follow me elsewhere, you know. And you spend all that time trying to get people over there. Um, and it'll probably work itself out. You know, the one thing that Trump is supposed to be good at is a deal. And he considers himself to be brokering a deal. But for whom? For whom is he brokering the deal for? Um, and one of those people don't nobody trust. If, if Zuckerberg is to benefit from this thing at all, um, don't nobody trust that. And so, you know, while people who didn't want to go to TikTok 
I don't know why they think Instagram is any different, any different. Um, I mean, not TikTok. For people who didn't want to go to uh, TikTok, Instagram, why do they think Instagram is any different? Because it's not um, as far as any kind of privacy and those kind of things and tracking and all that kind of stuff. Um, in fact, the worst thing about it is, you know, what what does this country even know how to do with any of this stuff? Absolutely nothing absolutely nothing and we have so talk about something that's been revealed it has totally been it's been revealed where america america is not leading the leading the world on a health crisis we are we're leading for all the wrong reasons america is leading now for all of the wrong reasons and people cannot wait for these borders to open and we can get the heck up out of here because my god You've never seen such failure. Actually, we have seen such failure and want to know why are we still failing? Why are we still failing? Because we're guilty. Because we, when this thing happened, we did what we talked, what I said we do. We listened for the conversation to the point where we realized we were guilty and we began to cover it up. We began to lie we begin to do all the wrong things and now we're here because we felt like it had nothing to do with us oh that's over there that's over there that's over there what do you think is coming <laughs> with all these international airports we've got if you want to say it travel that way if you want to believe it travel that way i'm just saying if you want to believe that um but now we're here and the great thing about that is those who will find a solution will find a solution. Those who seek a solution will find a solution. Those who want a solution will find a solution. Those who desire a solution will find a solution. I hope that you are one of those people. And if you are one of those people, guess what you're going to do? You're going to get out of that bed. Because in that, that, the desire, the want for that solution is going to drive you on into this day. And if you feel like you are depressed, whatever you're depressed about has already happened. Maybe everybody already knows about it. Come on, start a new day. If you're in that bed because you got this anxiety, I woke up with anxiety too. But I also woke up with the routine of being present in it. It's not now. So guess what? Got out of bed, made the bed, brushed my teeth, came on down, did the podcast. 34 minutes over and, I'm, and it's the weekend. It's a Sunday. Uh, actually, we, I don't have a, I don't have a broadcast today. We're doing a family outing today. Uh, so I'll be heading out uh, for that. And I think we're going to be heading out here shortly because I think they want to do it before it gets too hot. Before it gets too hot. So we're going to have a nice family day and we can get back, get back pretty early. So I also have a soap to cut. Cause I talked about that. So now I have to go and, uh, and cut this, uh, soap. And this is actually not the recipe. This was the, this is the last one that's going to give me the, the anxiety over that 29, that having to find 29 ounces. Cause I reworked the recipe after I finished that one. I was like, no, I want a 450. I want a 450. And uh, so now that I got a true 450 recipe, I might go make a, I go might I might make that, and then uh, I'll I can check on that when I get back. I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go make go try this recipe, this new formula, and uh, and see how that works. 
and uh, so instead of 70%, it was like 69, 63%, I think it was. I have to look at it and see. So I think I'll go make one of those and try that because I still need, there's something I still need um, and looking at where the date is. I think I can still do, I think I still have time to knock out one for Labor Day since we're still early in the month of August and I recorded this one. So I think I might go and uh, I have to look at and see what I have on hand because it's time for me to reorder my supplies and stuff. And that's one of the reasons why because next week I have, next week is my week where I have to order all my um, supplies and, I, and, and I'm sitting there like, you know, these extra jars, you know, to make up what is lost in a container. I'm like, shoot. I got to I got to order extra just for that. And I ain't, that ain't what I want to do. So, anyway, even if you have to get back in the bed, at least get up, change the sheets, make it up, do what you want to do. Start start getting the routine and and living more and enjoying your now, all right? All right, y'all, do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at @dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.